Kayanos, fresh tongues. Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kayanos! There are certain causes that can limit somebody from being healed. I'm telling you. There are, for healing to reach that kind of person, simple healing anointing might not be enough. You might need stature to bring healing to that kind of person. Yes. Are you getting the point? I was in Ghana. And when I said there is a sister, the sickness is around the middle region. And that spirit that is causing it should come out in the name of Jesus. Many of you must have even seen the video. The demon was saying, she cannot be healed. I will not allow her to be healed. I said, what is this? A demon was speaking through the voice and was saying, I will not allow her to be healed. It will mean that the demon has a legal ground. Is it not true? Yes, Those kind of people will be coming for every healing meeting and they will not be healed. The greatest men of God will lay hands on them and they will not be healed. And according to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28, there are seven signs of curses. Seven manifestations of curses, rather. One of them is sickness. Anytime you see sickness, it is traced to a curse. Believe it or not. And that is why the sickness, the, the healing that, that we receive in Christ Jesus was made part of the atonement. You know what is the atonement? The atonement is what Jesus did to pay for the curse that was put upon him. The Bible said that he was... He became cursed so that we will receive blessing. So that curse that came on him is so that sickness will go. Sickness is a manifestation of a curse. It's a curse is him that hangeth upon the tree. And remember the example that is in the book of I think Deuteronomy, where the children of Israel sinned against God. And the Bible said the only way for them to be delivered is that they will have to look upon the brazen serpent. So the Bible said in the New, um, in the New Testament, it said, even as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so may the Son of God be lifted up. Before I make progress, the sisters, we are doing a very serious Bible study. And the reason why I paid attention, are you with me? The reason why I paid attention was because of their analysis. Their analysis showed that they are understanding or they understood what I was teaching. I was impressed. Where is ahead? Your analysis was what I wanted to leave, but when you explain some things, I said, let me, I was happy. It showed that we are making progress. So there were four questions that were raised and we were able to answer them. Uh -huh, number one. Praise God. Hallelujah. Number one question. What exactly was the blessing which Jacob was contending for with the angel after Jacob proclaimed his blessing? After Isaac. After Isaac proclaimed. Did you hear what she asked? 
Huh? What exactly was the blessing that Jacob was contending for with the angel? Even after Isaac has proclaimed a blessing over me. Remember when he was contending with the angel. Is it not true? He, he told the angel, I will not let thee go on, unless thou wilt. Meanwhile, this is after he has returned from his father-in-law's house, Lebanon. Is it not true? Is it not true? Yes, sir. I don't have time to read all that. We just want to come up to date with what is being taught. Now, um, his father has blessed him. And it is on the strength of that blessing that he left to his father-in-law's house. But when he came back, he had an encounter with an angel across the river. And the angel, he was telling the angel, I will not let thee go unless thou bless me. So the question now is this. What is the blessing exactly? Even after the father has blessed him, he is still contending for another blessing. So what is really the blessing? Say it again. Let me be sure. What exactly is the blessing? which Jacob was contending for with the angel, even after Isaac proclaimed his blessing. So Isaac has proclaimed a blessing. What is another blessing that Jacob is contending for? Aside the people that heard me in the morning, who has an answer? Go and give Antonio. Rush. Antonio, will you raise your hand? Quickly, quickly, quickly. Rush to him. Praise God. Uh-huh. Yeah. Amen. Pay attention, it's a practical class. We are not just teaching you to say you have been in this teaching. We want you to be able to know how to relate with these matters practically. Are you with me? Because many times people are not able to relate with these matters in such a way that they can apply it. There are there are three levels. There are three levels of interaction with what God with with information. The first one is when God has given. There are two levels of, of um, interaction with knowledge. The first one is information. The second one is revelation. The third one is application. The reason why revelation is not enough is that you, you must know if you understand revelation, then you need something of, a, of wisdom to come for you to know how to apply. You will see in this context now that it seems as if knowledge, it seems as if revelation is clashing. They already said you are blessed and you went, you are contending for blessing. I don't understand. Just like there was another second question that was asked and we are going to get to it. Uh, bro. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, in my own opinion, um, before then. Um, in Bible opinion. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay, from. Bible opinion is better than your opinion. Uh-huh. Okay. Looking back, if we go backwards, somehow, what made Jacob still content for the blessing, I believe from scriptures, is that there was an utterance that was made after he broke out with the angel. The Bible said, as a prince, thou hast power with God and with men and has prevailed. Mm -hmm. And somewhere in Isaiah, the Bible said that the word of God, um, Came up that came came upon Jacob, and he lighted upon Israel. So, from scriptures, I found out that before then, the things he had enjoyed, if you look around, you can just call them material things and those things. So, the real blessing was 
that which the blessing that Isaac conferred upon him was activated at that point. So it was after that. that ble- what is that's the question? The question is what is that blessing? I'll call it an inheritance. You tried. You actually tried. So, um, who amongst the sisters that was in that class can save us now because of time? Come and give the marriage. Uh-huh. And you call it the bless, uh, the blesser blessing. <laughs> the blessing of the blessing. Who can help us now? She the tried. blessing of the blesser. Go and give Sister Mary. Listen to this class. It's very important. He was contending for the blessing of the blesser. Now, what he was contending for is the blessing of the blesser. In every generation, according to that scripture, are you getting the point? According to that scripture, in every generation, you have only one blesser. In the generation of Abraham, who, who was the blesser? Abraham. The Bible actually made an utterance according to what and where we started yesterday. The God said, I will bless thee and make thee a blessing. Eh? And then, through thee shall all the nations of the earth be what? Blessed. So, that same thing that Abraham had, when he was living, he gave, gave it to who? Isaac. No other person had the capacity to be the blesser in his generation except Isaac. So if that same thing, now, are you with me? I like the inheritance you you spoke about, but it's actually beyond inheritance. Inheritance is what can be captured within the blesser capacity. But the blesser capacity is a power, is is a, a supernatural empowerment, enablement to cause people in. The Bible said, it is not just that Abraham is blessed, but because of him, the nations of the earth is blessed. Are you getting the point? That means, Abraham retains in himself the capacity to empower. That is a very powerful, listen to me, that is a very powerful position that a man can stay. Actually, Abraham in that context is standing in the place of God. In human context. Are you getting the point? That capacity Abraham finished 34 Isaac. What they were contending for is that blesser capacity. And the blesser capacity is kept for the firstborn. Are you getting the point? If you think it is things. Actually by the time that they had that encounter. Esau was richer. Is it not true? He had more cattle, had more men, had more wives. Huh? Yet, the other person had the blesser. In him is, is the purposes of God. God, God decided to limit himself within the boundaries of what that man can execute. Are you getting the point? When, Abraham, when Jacob is true, he is the person that we bless. Now, by blessing, we mean he is the person that we, in his capacity, elect are you with me? Actually, it's very deep things we are teaching. We elect another blesser for another generation. If you enter the blesser, if a person is in, the, in a blesser capacity in any dimension, in any measure, 
it is not possible for somebody to touch things within that circumference without at least touching the person. Are you getting the point? It, it is, I was studying on this. It is such a serious matter that even Pharaoh received blessing from Jacob. Is it not true? <laughs> Joseph took, took him to Pharaoh and Pharaoh received blessing. When I read it, well, there are many things to see. What I was seeing as an intercessor and as an African is the fact that Africa too what? Received. Because that's what Egypt is. That's what me I'm seeing as an intercessor. You know, God has back doors. And if you are a territorial intercessor, you must be intelligent enough. If the, the front door is closed, does it mean we can't enter anymore? There is a back door in the name of Jesus. So what they are contending for is not the blessing of things. It is the blessing of the blesser. Who between Esau and Jacob will hold the capacity of transferring inheritances to people? Number two question. Number two thing. Question two. Between a spiritual father and a biological father, which has a higher authority to bless or curse? So we go. <laughs> but I've answered it before. So what did I answer? Okay, you said that the Bible you used the scripture that said that no man is the Bible said, Call no man father, but who? God. It means that actually if you want to define what father is, only God can qualify. Because the word father means source and what? Sustainer. It means you can't trace God to any other person. Is it not true? Yes. That's actually what it means to. To be a father means that you are the originator, the source and sustainer. You can't trace that person to any other person. And there is no human being that can be that. Every human being is traced to another human being or even traced to God. Even Adam, that is the father of the human race, is also what? Trace. Who do we trace God to? Huh? That means that God, from God, came out every other thing. And that is what Jesus is trying to say. Now, if that is true, are you with me? Now, I'm trying to tell them that naturally, the biological father has very powerful authority in this context. But there is a way. Now, normally, that authority should be higher than that of a spiritual father, but it is not true. The reason why it's not true is that in most contexts, the spiritual father stands on behalf of God to represent that capacity of fatherhood. This is what I mean. Huh? God is the original father and he has delegates on earth. So when those people stand, they are not standing there because of who they are in themselves. They are standing there because they are representing somebody in that fatherhood capacity. Are you getting the point? Now, and I told them that this suffices as long as God will give you wisdom to be able to take advantage of probably your carelessness in relating with your physical father and then deal with them. Amen? Are you with me? 
Amen. Because I need to tell you, there are some physical fathers that are actually wicked. And they know what they are doing. I'm not talking about people that don't know. They know what there are some physical fathers and husbands that know what they are doing. So if there is no option, anyway, I will still get to teach you. But even that has to be applied. There are, there are legal back doors to remove yourself from this. The Bible said that cost costless shall not come. There are some parents that are cursing their children for no reason. They are just cursing, cursing. Maybe because they curse them, they, are, they suffer. They want to curse you too so that the curse will not end with them. They are blessing you with curses. After you come and have it easy, you too suffer, you too suffer. They will be cursing you. Curse you. <laughs> you will be asking, even, even if I this one, does he warrant this one now? The Bible said, cost costness shall not come. But you need to apply it. Eh? For every utterance that was made over your life that doesn't have any standing, you break it off. Are you getting the point? There are ways. There are ways. That's not where I'm going now. That's part of the last. Yes, there are ways to be free. In the name of Jesus Christ. Man is not the last bus stop. The last bus stop is God. What's the third one? Question three. When Isaac proclaimed over Esau that the yoke will be broken off his neck, does it mean that the blessing already proclaimed on Jacob will be overturned to Esau at the breaking of Esau's yoke? Is this, was this what we asked? Was this what we asked? Ask your own. I think you were the one that was asking me. You too, you can't remember. I'm not exactly sure that this is what was asked. Even though I can answer this, but I'm not sure. Okay. Who can remember? Uh-huh. At the point, um, because they are... Like, Off your own mind, so that it will not clash. They are like... <coughs> the day of blessing. The moment of blessing. Because there are systems or there's a person who you are supposed to meet, come in contact with and appease mm-hmm. so that you be blessed. Mm-hmm. In the day of blessing, if you don't appease that person, or in the day of blessing and you come in contact with that person, mm-hmm. do you live with either strictly with either a cause or a blessing? That was one of the Did questions. you hear her, her question now? Let me say it, don't worry. She said that there should be a day of blessing. Let's assume on that day you didn't succeed in living with blessing. Does it automatically mean that you left with a curse? Now, using Esau as an example. Are you getting the point? Using Esau and Jacob as an example. You know, there is actually a consequence for for Isaac finding out that Jacob is not Esau. I hope you know. The consequence of Isaac finding out that Jacob is not Esau, is what? Is cost. Is not even, there is no even option for it. Okay, so I said that I answered them not necessarily because in this context, the person that is coming for the blessing is coming, is not deserving. He is a usurper. He is trying to collect what is not his own. 
So that means if it is not his own, what he deserves is a curse. So we are saying that in the day of empowerment, if you are not empowered, it means that you don't have anything. Your potentials will be, will be dormant. Hmm? It means that you are not empowered to succeed in your capacity. You are not empowered to succeed in your calling. You are not empowered to succeed in your destiny. You are not empowered to succeed in your career. You are not empowered to succeed in your marriage. Seek for blessing. And sometimes you might have to seek for blessing in many areas of your life. Because you will notice that sometimes some areas are flourishing but others are not. Is it not true? Yes. So not necessarily. What was the last question? Okay, what was the last question? The last question says, what had kept Jacob from entering his blessings? What? Kept Jacob from okay. entering. Now, you will notice, amen, amen, that Jacob has been blessed, is it not true, by his father, Isaac. Yet he did not enter his blessing. So the question now is, what really kept Jacob? A blessed man. And many people suffer this thing in this life. I hope you know. In fact, do you know that Laban testified, according as we said yesterday, that I learned by experience that my association with you has blessed me. Yet the man, we is a bottle. So him, he is suffering. Meanwhile, his presence is blessing others. You pray for others, they prosper. You advise them, he works for them. Eh? I'm telling you now. They'll be telling you, you are a great man. You are a great man. You are looking at yourself and saying, who is great? They'll tell you, Kai, your father, your father, he helped me. He did it. You are looking at who they are talking about. You can't understand. It is no more him saying it. It is people giving record about him. Are you getting what I'm saying? You teach somebody pass you, you write exam fail. Huh? All of you go for job application together. You help everybody sort their own out, their name come out, your own name come out. Huh? I'm telling you, many ways it can manifest in a person's life. That means you are carrying something that people can benefit from, yet it has never affected your own destiny and life. The question now is what could have been stopping it? So who knows the answer here? Okay. The man of God. <laughs> the intercontinental prophet. Come and give me. <laughs> Which question? We are answering a question here. You are giving me a question. Who has the answer? Give him to answer since he raised his hand. <laughs> Sit down. You are my man now. Praise the Lord. Papa, you said that. Um, that Okay, that there is a blessing a man needs to activate a blessing that is already proclaimed over his life. Is this the way I answered it? That those blessings his father proclaimed over his life that is not yet manifest, that is a cause. That is how you explain that. There is a That's cause. how I explain it. <laughs> 
That's how I explain you what I'm looking for. Who knows that how that I explained it? You answer, you answer. Okay, give give her. Give this. You can off your hole so that it can't clash. It shouldn't clash. Give give her, give her that one. Is it working? Check, check, check. If if there's a blessing in your life and there's no manifestation, it means there's a cause in another area of your life. And sometimes somebody has to put a blessing upon you for the thing to. There's a what is a niggling cause? A what? Niggling cause. I like that. An impeding cause. Now, those cause is is more like the way we explained it is more like when you carry like event. You know what is event? Event is an outlet for something to flow out. Eh? Like ball half laugh. That thing that covered the outlet of a full blown ball but something plugged the vent. And as long as that thing is in the vent eh? people can be enjoying the football but the football needed the air to come out. That's when it will be ventilated. And many times this is actually the issue for, for many people. Just one thing, one key thing is remaining to, to cause your life to explode. And many times Satan can keep that one. He can do everything possible to keep that one thing. Because as long as that one thing is there, nothing will change. Until one day Jacob rose up and had power. He decided that if it won't come, because he did call it, he didn't work. He said, this one now is by power. And the Bible said he had power with God. I like that language. You know, the reason why I like it is that there are some issues you'll be trying to look for explanation, look for Look for wisdom. Look for way out. You cannot get all the answer. If I try to get all answer, I will, not, I will just steady my gym, my leg like this, gym it, gym it, and keep the door open. That's the only way I can gain entrance now by power. A man that is blessed with strength, many times you cannot be successfully held down. It can only it can only persist for a while. It can only persist for a while. But if something happened to you, as soon as it happened to you, you just say, eh, chineke water, chineke, God brought, God has taken, I eat God, I've tried my best, whatever God wants, let it happen, you know, and all that. I will just keep following Jesus when he wants to bless me, we bless him. God will bless me. God will, in your own time, in your own way, Oh God, I surrender in your own time, in your own way. It might be fourth generation. You will die without seeing anything. You better rise up and dictate the pace of your destiny. God, you are behind schedule. God, God is waiting for you yesterday. And you are saying it will happen tomorrow. The way you will know is that once you start 
making progress. Once you start pressing the things that matters about your destiny, the way God will be coming through for you is a sign to you that you are behind. The grace that is released for you to press in that direction is a proof to you that you are behind schedule. Anytime you set your heart to deal with these niggling matters of destiny and family, you notice that there is so much grace to fast and pray, but other things is not working. You are behind schedule. It means that they have been waiting for you. And I need to tell you the reason why you have to stand at least as a person to break through is that if it never happened for you, it will not happen for anybody in your family. Yes, he said, it has to happen for somebody first. Many times when we are thinking, oh God, set my whole family free, it doesn't necessarily happen like that. What God does many times is to set one man free. And on the basis of that one man, others will be set free. And that's why many of us here are in representative capacity for many of our families. When ventilation comes, just because your family members are associated with you, they can't be poor. Even if they have not succeeded in totally dealing with their own, within the period that you have entered your own, they can't. Huh? If there is a witchcraft power that is holding somebody bound and the person is living in the same house with you, your house forbids the activity of witchcraft just because you are there. Just because the person is associated with you, he can be poor. Because you in your own life has eliminated that possibility. Huh? The measure of the blessing you are carrying superimposes itself over the manifestation of niggling causes around that person's life. And when those people... It, that's why, even in the context of ministry, eh, that's why you don't blame some people that when they see successful ministers, they go and submit. Do you know why? Even if they have not been able to solve all the issues of their life, eh, within that ambience, they can at least achieve something till they too have broken out. If not in 20 years time. Hmm? I don't want to say this. I don't want to say it. People are suffering oh, in this ministry thing. They are anointed and suffering. And the problem with allowing those causes to keep on lingering is that finally they will draw you down to where you begin to doubt God. You begin to doubt the things you preached about. You said, no matter what happened, I will never go back. I will never go back. You now, you are going back. It is because you allowed those issues to persist. I'm telling you. I used to tell my brother there. He'd be telling me, healing miracles. And I told him, oh guy, you are not the first person that raised cripple. Go and ask your father. He went to his father's house. And saw Charles and Francis Santa. Is it not your father's book? It was his father's book. You are not the first. Stop, stop deceiving. It was his father's book. It is your father's book. What is he telling you? You check the way he is living now. You find out he, is, he has started doubting many of those things that he labored into. And once, are you getting it? Once you doubt those things, they will subside. It will become double blow. 
even the things you have, you have lost it as a result of the things that you did not break into. I keep saying it. The way to keep what you have is to get more in the spirit. The way to keep what you have is to what? Get I'm not saying in my mind. I'm telling you what the Bible said. The Bible said, to him that has, eh, we more be given. To him that has not, the one he has, we what? Be taken away from him. I don't understand. How can somebody doesn't have? The language of the scripture is saying, you don't have, and the one you have is taken away from you. And the person that has, more was given to him. The way to keep the way to keep praying, you pray three hours today, is to pray and pray tomorrow. If you don't pray tomorrow, you will lose the one you pray today. And that costs across to every other thing. The way to keep the one you have is to keep more, get more. If not, a day will come. Satan will use that back door and overwhelm your life. Overwhelm your life. You will come out and say, See, let's go and look for this money. I know that God called me, but I can't allow money to disgrace me. The same you that said, no matter what, death, hell, poverty, lack cannot separate me from the love of God. Huh? Oh God, deal with the curse. Deal with it. Many ministries that people do without result is not absence of hard work. It's not absence of strategy. It is actually the presence of niggling curses. And many of them just proclaim, I am new man in Christ. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. That is a positional reality. I keep saying it. Somebody came and said, But if you are born again, all curses have gone and all those things. I said, It's not automatic. Okay, I now ask the reverse question. The reverse question is this. What is yours? The blessings that are yours in Christ. What is yours in Christ? Did it become automatic? Was it not as a result of the fact that you got revelation and applied it? And then the things that is yours in Christ. Because it is still the other way around. It is a positional reality. I'm telling you. It doesn't matter who you are. If you are a pastor and you deny this, you will suffer it. And when you suffer it, you cannot explain to your members. You will use one bogus thing. You will use things to explain what is happening. Hmm? There are poverty that is a curse. You can be anointed, pray for people, they excel, they become you, you are poor. Are you hearing me? Some people have cases moving around their marital destiny. Either late marriage, bad marriage, divorce marriage, early death of one of the spouse. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You, you already have the privilege of knowing that it happened to your grandmother, happened to your mother, happened to the sister, and you are, you are just saying, I'm a new person. You have to take, if, the right you have to pray is because it is in Christ. If he was not in Christ, you don't even have any rights. Satan will slap you for even making an attempt to try to be free. One of the things that gets Satan demons so angry is when somebody that doesn't have rights to say something or do something attempts it. 
according to the Bible, the seven sons of Skiba, they will beat you. Eh? They will so beat you for trying to exact authority over them. Hi, who is this one? There is a difference between beating and otwaka. Beating is when one person is beating you. Otwaka is when everybody contributed. Everybody contributed. So seven demons. Demons contributed to their beating. They will beat you. This one will slap you. Bah. Eh? Cancer. This one will slap you. Bah. Your business will crash. This one will slap you. Bah. Your daughter will die. This one. Now, when I say this, some people are thinking eh, I'm talking about physical blow. No. Go and check your father. Ministry, finances, things you are falling one after another. It's called spiritual Otwaka. Demons gathered and did Otwaka on your father. <laughs> Including the ministry, he, he summarized his business to focus on ministry. Including ministry. And he's trying. It's not as if at least you know what I mean by at least. At least he's a curse. I will soon show you kinds and categories of curses. You know, there are curses that we attract to ourselves. If it's just that, it will be easy to deal with. Because it means that all you need to do is to apply yourself yourself to the remedy. But the reason why we even need prayer of inquiry in this kind of things is that there can be cases that can be working without you knowing that. Yes. You can serve under a man of God that is carrying a curse. You'll be laboring. You are you are doing your best, doing your best. But the man of God is under a curse. Nothing can move forward, no matter how much you try. What I'm saying, if you have done ministry, serve one or two people, you can know that it is possible. You can also serve under somebody that is having a blessing. Once you enter that kind of environment, everything about your life and destiny will start blossoming. Some of the gifts you lost many years ago, some people lost their gift just because they joined some churches. Lost their many things about them. Their life went down. Nothing to write home about. Meanwhile, if you look at the person physically, you seem as if he's a man of upstanding character. You seem as if he's a, a very good person. This is not a matter of being good or not. This is a matter of curse and blessing. I keep telling you people, in the matters of the spirit, there is a plane you get to. It is beyond good or bad. It is beyond morality. Morality is actually the lowest plane in the realm of the... It's the highest in human context, but it is the lowest in the spirit. There are things bigger than morality in the spirit. As powerful as morality is, when I mean morality, I mean the matter of human right or wrong. Are you getting the point? Of course, there is the morality of spirits, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about human right or wrong. What 
people people say is right or wrong i you did well oh you didn't do well have you not seen people that didn't do well yet the blessing didn't leave them and you saw people that are doing well yet their head is dry of blessing so you will now realize that is beyond doing well or not doing well as good as they are if you did not understand it by anything you will understand it by the issue of Jacob and Esau if you read that story let's assume you are not a Christian and you don't know anything about the Bible and you pick up that place to read eh? won't you pity Esau you will pity him you are, because you are a Christian you are not a Christian here raise your hand let's ask you <laughs> it's possible you know the guys we are doing our Bible study in the morning and they said sometimes we can come to a crusade and we have 1,000 decisions for Jesus doesn't mean all of them were born again oh you don't know say after me in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I, my sin forgive me my sin forgive me I am old I am old now I'm new now I'm new I receive Jesus amen amen if they die they are still going to hell they are not born again and we analyzed it we did many things in the days of our fathers if somebody got born against they will know they, when you are living it's you you that got born again do you, how many times did you do altar call how many huh? is it up to five <laughs> now there is a case of lack of the one of ignorance hmm? we understand that one you know but there is a case you know I never born again. You know. Even though you are going for attack. Okay, those ones you are going repeatedly. When you now got born again, didn't you know? That means the former ones were. I'm asking you. When you finally got it, did you not know? What, what were the former ones? with brimstone hmm? the worst part is that the bible said is it what language that you use to explain the fearful they are dead ok amen have some minutes so it is important we do this at least we have set the I will still touch this matter oh my god there is something I needed to touch concerning this matter oh my god help me Holy Spirit Aye. there is a question I needed to address pertaining to the possibilities that is given to you as a new creation in Christ Jesus Aye. I just believe that probably the question will be raised again and we'll handle it. So we're able to handle the nature of blessing. Blessings and curses. Actually my focus is on blessing. The reason why we are putting curses is that it is the only impediment that can affect the blessing that is upon the life of a man. Are you getting the point? So I need you to know that a curse can stop a blessing. 
that is the whole issue of what we are trying to explain in the case of Jacob. That a curse can what? Stop a blessing. You can proclaim the same thing over to people. And one of them will flourish with that empowerment. And the other one will not. Simply because there is something that is an impediment along the way of that empowerment. Are you getting the point? That is the reason why you have to pay attention to this. Many of the things that pertains to curses and blessings involve, involved human participation. If you are with me so far, say amen. amen. If you want to take yourself out of it, it will also involve deliberate human participation. Maybe let me mention it. There are three people, three set of personalities or beings in the universe that have the capacity to confer blessing or curses. Number one is God. Number two is man. Number three is demons, witchcraft. In the exact context, witchcraft. Let me ask you. When witchcraft releases their hedges over men. What, what is it called? Is it not curses? Yes, it's called curses. And meanwhile, as I've taught you people, the demonic supernatural hmm, has three arms. Look at me, sister. Look at me. Stop. I'm the one teaching you. The demonic supernatural has three arms. The first arm is sorcery. Sorcery is the wisdom arm of demonic supernatural. The second one is the knowledge arm. Divination, divination like diviner, huh? soothsaying, is the knowledge arm of demonic supernatural. The third one, and that is why I have to say, the third one is the reason why I'm mentioning this, is witchcraft. Witchcraft is the power arm of demonic supernatural. What did I say? Number one is what? Wisdom arm. Sorcery. Number two is what? Knowledge arm. Divination. Number three is what? Power arm. What? Witchcraft. So how does witchcraft exert their power? By curses. By releasing curses. Releasing curses. It is full in the scripture. Probably over time we are going to see it. Huh? Mm. Barak called Balaam and told him come and curse these people in fact should I tell you in the old days before armies go to war you must raise hey, okay let me go a little step backwards it is the duty of priesthood to confer blessing and curses are you with me hey, it is the duty of what priesthood to confer blessing and curses. I think I need to prove it to you. Is it not good? Six. 
Numbers chapter 6 verse 22. And the Lord spake unto Moses saying, verse 23, speak unto Aaron and unto his unto his sons. Aaron and his sons we are a representation of the priesthood. Saying, on this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them, What? The Lord what? Bless thee and keep thee. Verse 25. The Lord make his face to what? Shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. Verse the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and what? Give thee peace. Now, it is the duty of priesthood to confer this blessing on people. Are you getting the point? God told Moses to tell Aaron that this is the way you will confer the blessing upon the children of Israel. So, if are you getting the point? If that's a fact, you will notice that the curses are also conferred by priesthood. It is conferred by a representative of a physical representation of that spiritual power that can either cause you to prosper or impede your prosperity. When I mean prosper in this context, I mean I'm talking something beyond money. In fact, when I speak about prosperity many times, I don't talk about money. I'm just talking about um, you mean prospering in anything. I mean what you have put your hands in. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you confer blessing or curse in a, on a person, it either empowers the person or impedes the person. When they go to war in olden days, what simply happens is that we will come and involve priesthood. Now, it doesn't remove the part of laboring. It doesn't remove the part of the war. We will still go to war. But we will come with priesthood to curse that nation. Once that nation is cursed, when we enter there, their defenses in the spirit will go down so we can slaughter them. So when Balak saw the children of Israel, he invited a man that can curse them so that spiritually their defenses will go down so that they can be able to bring them down. But when he came, the children of Israel were blessed beyond curses. They were blessed beyond curses and there is a reason why. Are you with me? I hope you know that finally Balaam succeeded. He couldn't do it from the front door. He did. He told them. He came and told that king the reason why he... He said, I can't curse them. But he later told him the reason why he can't curse. Are you getting the point? He told him, what you need to do now is to... These people... Eh, it is their lifestyle that is making them uncursable. So what we do is bring, find themselves and mix them. There are young men there, their blood is hot. <laughs> as long as, and I hope you know as we read about Ekan, it doesn't have to be everybody. It just has to be a few of us. And once a few, Satan can use that one open door and enter your family. Satan can use just one of your brother that did Yahoo, Yahoo Plus. God went to those child, did some things. They told them that 
I, somebody was explaining to me, they, they would tell them that, uh, um, don't you say thanksgiving to God, whichever God, don't you use, um, they told him that it's like going for thanksgiving, that you can use a fowl to go and thank God. Is it not true? It's just that we'll go to the river and thank God. <laughs> These people, they are demonic wisdom. There is nothing. Just go there and stand one place and they will use um, the fowl and thank God. They said the person went and used fowl and thank God. They, after thanking God, he now caught one million. He said, fowl, one million. Nothing entered again for a while. They told him, we are going to thank God again now. And we are using a goat to thank God. <laughs> but we need to thank That is God anywhere, whether he's in church or in water. He is still the same God, the owner of heaven and earth. <laughs> After using goat, they hit some million, hit some million. They told him, uh, we use cow to thank God. He's still God. God is God. Is he God? Is not is God not God? You will say I'm talking about Jesus. He say all God. They are God. They are all what? God. Some of you are here and you come and tell me, a hey, man of God, I don't know why I pray things are not changing. Be humble. Be humble and accept the fact that you touch things you are not supposed to touch. And it's not just like even in ministry happens. There are some monies you, you can't collect. There are some monies you can't collect. Once you collect it, it will, it will tie your ministry. It will tie it like this. It can't move forward. Some occultic people offered me four million that time. If you are the one, what will you do? Father, I thank you for the miracle that you brought. The God of open doors have come once again he has come true for us they have tied you when you finish the formula you will do 40 days dry fasting you will have gray hair your church will not move forward huh? the presence of God you used to feel in your midst even though there was no money there it will dry up Satan will come and sit as the administrator of that church because by that pact eh, you have placed a hedge by a curse over that mandate. This is how many ministries never moved forward. They stayed where they are. Eh, because they touched some things too early. They touched something. In the bid took they touched some things. And many of them were pegged at some level. Especially if he's young. There is a point you can get in ministry. Are you getting the point? Even if those people bring those, those money, you are too blessed to be affected by their curse. Because you are already operating at a higher plane in the spirit before they met you. It's just like carrying that Yahoo money and giving to, to winners' chapel. Would they even notice that you gave them five million? They will not notice. Huh? If you give us five million here, we say, we say, who is that person that gave us five million? Let's 
let's greet him. I heard many years ago, it has been long, around early 2000, no, that is in 2000, between 2002 to 2010. There is a story my dad told that time. He said that one person went to either winners or redeem to go and pay his tithes. So he went to go and pay his tithes. They said there is no space. He said he wanted to see the man so that he can hand over his tithes. They said no space. He said he came with three million tithes. Years ago, no space. No space. <laughs> that same three million other people are falling on the ground. In early 2000, they said no space. After me, no space. They told him the only thing they can do for him is he will stand behind the railing along the path that the man will pass. If he is passing, he will tell him, Daddy, Daddy, I come with my tithe, Daddy. That's the only way they will notice you. <laughs> I want to show you people the four levels of God's blessing. I think I started saying something close to it in, on Sunday. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. Motivational speaking now. And you thought, what is fruitfulness? Huh? See this man. Uh huh. Uh 
I like that word. It has capacity to increase and affect others. Capacity to increase and affect others. I would have... There is a reason why I didn't just choose reproductive capacity necessarily. I would have even used the word replicative more than reproductive. Hmm? Because when you replicate, it is like the Greek word that is called alos. You know what is alos? <laughs> Fruitfulness, especially in the spiritual context, is when you have gotten alos. You know, the Bible said, um, the Holy Spirit is another comforter. Alos is another of the same kind. There is another of uh, there is another of different kind, but there is another of the same kind. Are you getting the point? Actually, if you have not gotten to this point in ministry, you are not allowed to have a branch church. Are you getting the point? What it means to have a branch of your ministry is not to have pastors that you can send no money or have people feel everywhere. The requirement to expand is a loss. The requirement to expand is what? A loss. Another of the same kind. So they look at you and they say, hey, this one now is another of apostolate. That means, are you getting the point? I have been replicated. If that person stands in that place, in his own measure, he will deliver the same result. If we don't have such a thing, we can have 50 persons doing what we don't know. Some of them doing charm. And when you ask them, they will call one known good man of God as their father in the Lord. Are you getting where I'm going? I mean, I'm not even saying outside of this, the same denomination. And you'll be asking, is this person part of this? Why is he this wicked? I know their general overseer. He's not like this man. What is happening? It is because there is no a loss. So what it means to be fruitful is what? A loss. The consequences of covering many territories is what? A dominion. Dominion. So these are the four levels. This is before man fell. I hope you know that when man fell, one of these was removed. Huh? You have done by you have studied. Show us chapter nine, verse one. I will say it and then we'll go. <laughs> chapter nine, verse one. Let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. I thought you would have added and have dominion. So dominion, which is should be the end point. And until dominion comes, the full story has not been told. When God brings blessing, the story of that blessing has not been fully told until it has brought dominion. It means in this context that something was withdrawn from man. And that thing that was withdrawn from man 
in the broad context was what was replaced in Christ Jesus. It was the person, possibilities, and the facility of the spirit that made for the possibility of dominion one, one more time. And that is why the testimony of the scripture is rule thou in the midst of your enemies because the rod of thy strength has been stretched forth from Zion. If God blesses you, don't say you have taken advantage of the blessing until dominion has been gotten. Until what God gave you has been able to dominate a sphere. Don't boast about it yet. You are not yet blessed. The end point of that blessing is that you cover a territory so much that you can hold it down. You can hold it down. Nobody can do anything within that sphere without consulting you. That person is functioning in dominion. It means that what God has given that person has affected a whole expanse. Whether it's a spiritual expanse, human expanse, ministry expanse, financial expanse, knowledge expanse. Are you getting what I'm saying? It means that God blessed a man. And somehow, and I need to tell you beyond curses, the manifestation of the blessings of God in a man's life can be in measures. And it's as a result of our application to that blessing. Are you getting the point? As I've said it repeatedly. You can apply yourself less and this person can apply himself more. What will happen is that you can stop at any of these levels. There are people indeed that we have seen the signs of God's blessing over their life, but they stopped on either of these. At best, we saw them fruitful. At best, we saw them multiply. Is it not true? At best, we saw them replenish. That's a powerful place to get to. Many people, in fact, very few people go, get to the point of replenish the earth. Replenish the earth. Territorial context. Not to talk of dominion. And that's why it is hard to, for you to find a truly blessed man. I know many people say, I am blessed, I am blessed. It's hard for you to find a truly blessed man. A truly blessed man has a governmental capacity. His blessing ha is, has governmental capacity. When you enter his city, they will ask you, go and collect blessing. Not, you will say, I, you say you don't know. It's not about that. He is truly blessed to a measure. Is a governmental capacity of blessing. Even if you don't meet them physically, you will meet them in the spirit. Is it not true? Some people will be telling me many places that they encountered me in the spirit. They encountered me in the spirit. They encountered me in the spirit. And I came in the night. Meanwhile, that time, I was sleeping. I was too tired. So, who did they encounter? They encountered the blessing that is captured within a man. And the power of this blessing is that it is even more active when you are resting. I mean, inclusive of physical resting. It is still working, 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 working. Eh? It will put angels on perpetual work. Eh? When blessings are activated, there is what we call bringer angels. They are the angels that bring your destiny very fast, letting come fast. Bring these people are just they are just hanging around 
hoping that the blessing will be activated so that their ministry will begin to function. There are many things some people send to your life that is waiting for the activation, for the blessing to work. There are relationships around you already. <laughs> Should I tell you? Many times you don't need new things to happen. The things you need, they are around you. They are looking at you. They are not seeing you. You are covered by the hedges of causes. Huh? When that thing breaks through, then the light of God's blessing will shine upon you. Huh? When men look at you, they cannot resist. Oh my God. Did you even consider the blessing that came upon, came upon Jacob? The man rose and said, look at my son. My son is, the smell of my son is like the smell of the field that the Lord has blessed. That means that man has a fragrance. It's an aroma in the spirit. It is, what is he carries is beyond his physical position. It can spread to nations. Huh? He can be in one place hidden, but his aroma is spreading. People will be in their room and they will say, God told me to come and meet you. God told me to come and bless you. God told me to come and do this. You will, tell, you will not say too much what you will tell them, okay, and then you will go. Another person is hustling for the attention that can never catch it. You are carrying a blessing. And it's in vain that men say they will listen to you. You are carrying a spiritual resource. When they run around and come back, they will need what you have. Ah, you don't know what I'm telling you. This is a, a supernatural empowerment. It is not just for you. For every man that contacts you, contacts the same thing. God has a strategy to make sure that his project upon the face of the earth is not impeded by things that we don't know of. His plan is to so much bless you that because of you, your generation will be blessed. Your appearance within an environment cultures that environment. But the truth that every impediment that people are, oh my God, how can somebody sit under your ministry and is still functioning in the limitations of his generation of fatherhood? His connection to you and the anathem from the things that people in his family suffer.
in the name of the Lord Jesus the almighty God that we serve I confer the blessing upon you I confer the blessing upon you let the voice of the blessing speak louder than every impediment and limitation and curse over your life of the living God are moving around confirming this, confirming it confirming it confirming it, confirming it confirming it, confirming it confirming it, confirming it confirming it, confirming it confirming it you will see a proof after now you will see a proof
Jesus. Mighty name. If you go back, do more studies as we continue tomorrow. We trust God to be able to identify the signs of blessings and curses. Protracted misfortunes around your life. is working on your life Satan will be fighting every means possible to give you less than you deserve and you know it you will know it your life is about to end up like nothing meaningful and you know that it's supposed to be more than this it's, you are not being ambitious you are not being private you are just even, even people are saying it Stop where your parents stop. What stop people in your lineage will not stop you. You will not suffer what they suffered. You will not have a broken marriage. You will not have issue with childbearing. You will not have issue with finances.